The Perfect Stress Podcast does not provide medical or nutritional advice, nor is it a substitute for medical or nutritional advice, and is not intended for the prevention, cure, or mitigation of any medical condition or disease. This podcast provides information only. Please consult a physician or nutritionist for advice. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Perfect Stress Podcast, where we walk that fine line between being productive and overdoing it and triggering stress-related symptoms. I'm Adam Darrow, your host and founder of MyStressAlarm.com. Just a quick announcement, if anyone is interested in helping um, to test the MyStressAlarm mobile app, please email me at Adam at perfectstresscoaching.com. Both iOS and Android users welcome. And it would be a great help to me personally. So thank you very much in advance. As you know, I've, if you've been listening to the last probably 10 episodes or so, which by the way, thank you very much for your support, your listenership. Um, and just to let you know that once the testing on the app is done, and the app is launched, I'll be able to commit more time than to growing, growing the podcast, getting out more uh, frequent episodes, as well as putting out better quality, to be totally honest. So I'm looking forward to that. But truthfully, I had to focus this year on the mobile app because I can talk till I'm blue in the face about chronic stress monitoring, but if you don't have the tool, it doesn't do much good. And yes, the website is up and, and running, and it's the same back-end system, meaning if you started using it and then switched over to the app once it's available, all of your previous data will still be there. However, I understand it's not quite as easy and not quite as good of a uh, user experience that you might get um, you know, using a native app that you download from the App Store, which you trust. So that's why it was a priority to get the mobile app done. But anyway... Um, as I was saying, if you've been listening to the last at least 10 episodes or so, then you know I injured myself and I keep bringing this up. I figure if I have to go through the pain, I might as well learn as much as I can, right, from the experience. And I think this is what having a positive attitude is, you know, and, and that reduces my stress level, which is very important as someone who has a chronic condition that's triggered by stress, namely ulcerative colitis. Because the ulcerative colitis doesn't go away just because I'm now dealing with this other issue. Now, truthfully, there have been times in the last three months since I've been dealing with this injury when I've had thoughts of disappointment, worry, uh, mad at myself for letting this happen, and just generally negative thoughts. But then I catch myself and I say, you know, this is not going to help me. It's, it's just not. It'll only make it worse. So you know what I did? One of the things I did was I created a pretty nifty daily log in Microsoft Excel. I always say Excel is my canvas. But I, I can track my pain level. Uh, I track morning, afternoon, and evening. And I even have a little graph. And it just helps me feel like I'm doing something for it aside from the daily exercises and the self-massage and everything that the physical therapist is instructing me to do on um, off days when I don't go in for therapy. But journaling in general is therapeutic. 
And it's one of the ways that the My Stress Alarm app is helpful, although that's not the main reason you're signing up uh, for that. You, you want that threshold number. Uh, but anyway, I just wanted to mention that. But I've been continuing to learn from this injury. I mentioned in uh, previous episodes about how it's allowing me to focus more on meditation and also how my body uh, gives me a certain allowance to uh, put pressure on and, and utilize my left side. Uh, which is quite the same idea as chronic stress monitoring, whereby our bodies give us a certain amount of energy that we're allowed to draw from each day, so to speak. And to some extent, we might even have some overdraft protection as well. But obviously, you can't abuse that. But I'm also learning about being in equilibrium, which I'll explain. So one thing that I've noticed, because my injury is on my left side, is that my right side eventually started feeling sore and having pain, although not nearly as much as the left side, and it goes away pretty quickly too. But I was purposely going one step at a time up up and down stairs, okay, putting all the work on my right side. But I was also unknowingly leaning on my right side when I'm standing still, cooking in the kitchen, shaving, And only after having the pain on my right side did I start to notice that, you know, which I think, you know, I've been overcompensating and favoring my right side too much. And so I started walking the stairs normally now uh, because the last thing I need is problems on my right side, you know. But what this taught me was that when there's an injury of some kind, you're out of equilibrium, you're out of balance, and you were not built to be out of balance. And so that can affect everything. There could be a ripple effect, uh, not just the immediate pain point. And this is really the basis of the sustainability matrix planning that I've talked about in multiple episodes, including, in case you would like to go back and listen to that, whether you've already listened to it or not, but um, that would be episodes 9 and 10, and then uh, 45, 46, and 48. But it's important because I find that sometimes when people are given advice, like you need to get more sleep and you need to cook more naturally and not eat the processed foods or whatever, it's a very, it's very one dimensional. Now there may be some truth to that advice, but it's not very helpful if it's not given in the context of the other areas of your life. And I explained this in another previous episode in terms of a Rubik's Cube and what the different sides represent in terms of our life or lifestyle. And this is actually episode, this is way back, but episode 14, more than a year ago, uh, but just as relevant today. And in fact, I know people probably only want to listen to the most recent episode or two um, if you've just started listening to this podcast. But truthfully, most of the episodes, because of the nature of the subject matter, it, it doesn't go obsolete very quickly, if at all. You know, this isn't a news or a gossip podcast or something where the content quickly gets outdated. But anyway, I go through the six sides of the cube, representing six aspects of your life or your lifestyle. One side, your life goals, material wealth and comfort, personal achievement, philanthropy, But those things that you have a natural drive to pursue where your intrinsic motivation lies. 
Another side is your health, your physical health, mental, emotional, spiritual. Another side, your daily routine during the work week or the school week. And then another side is your daily routine on your quote-unquote off days when you're not working or you're, you're not in school. Another side is those non-daily but routine tasks and responsibilities and obligations, just not daily ones. And then the sixth aspect of your life or your lifestyle are stress events, good or bad, but things that you have to deal with above and beyond the normal and expected stress of daily living. In my case right now, my back injury, but there's other things as well. And I actually wrote a book that I self-published, but I think I took it off Amazon a while ago, but I may go back and look at it because I really went deep into solving this proverbial Rubik's Cube of life. But anyway, uh, the main point being that when you decide to do something, to change something, you should think about how it will affect, if at all, the other aspects of your life or lifestyle. And same can be said when you have an injury, physical or mental. And by injury, I, I also mean when you overdo it and start to flare up, whatever stress-related symptoms you experience, however your body talks to you. Now, some people will say, no, Adam, you're, you're overthinking things and just making excuses. Um, if you want to work out more, exercise, or whatever, then just do it. You don't have to think about all the different things, whatever. That's just a way of making excuses. But I do think it's important to note that any change you make to your lifestyle, to your routine, will result in a trade-off of some kind. And a good analogy or metaphor would be the law of conservation of energy, which states that energy cannot be created or destroyed. It can only change form. I think the same thing could be said for time management. There's always 24 hours a day. You, you can't shorten or lengthen that. You can only change how you spend that time. Now, sometimes I'll concede that you don't always have to think through everything because whatever you gave up doing was probably less important anyway, and so everything just kind of falls into place. That, that does happen. But more times than not, at least with me, but I'm sure with many others as well, if we don't consciously plan for what we're going to give up time-wise, nine times out of ten, it's going to be our sleep that takes the hit, okay? Either waking up earlier or going to bed later or both, which we probably can't afford to do. So this is, again, where the sustainability planning comes in, specifically the task inventory and trade-off plan that I discussed in those previous episodes. Again, 9 and 10, 45, 46, and 48. And this goes for physical and mental injuries, overworking, um, including helping others. Remember that one category in the sustainability matrix is overextending yourself, stretching yourself too thin, putting everyone else's needs before your own, trying to be all things to all people. And I want to make it clear that when people are in a time of need, we should be there to help them because we're going to be in a time of need um, at some point, probably when we least expect it. And we want people to help us in our time of need. But it gets complicated because, again, this idea of equilibrium, there's a ripple effect. There's an imbalance now. And at what point do they then cross over you know, into their own thresholds and begin having issues. And so the last point I want to make is that life is 
messy. It's complicated. And, and when there's an injury of some kind, whether you're literally hurt physically or mental trauma or just overextending yourself either to help others or just in pursuit of your own goals, the road to recovery could be rocky and it, it has its ups and downs. I've been warned multiple times about my back injury that there'll be ups and downs and I've seen it where one day it looks like I'm turning the corner, I'm, you know, really feeling better and the pain isn't, you know, that much. And then it flares up for five days in a row. And there could be 10 reasons why that happened, you know? So anyway, um, that's my two cents for this week. I really value your feedback. So please don't be shy. You can post a comment on the Perfect Stress Facebook page or always feel free to email me directly, adam at perfectstresscoaching.com. Well, again, that's it for this week. Please stay safe. Wishing you good health and success. And as always, thank you very much for listening. If you have an autoimmune disorder, heartburn, tension headaches, irritable bowel syndrome, high blood pressure, depression, or something else you think is stress-related, please try MyStressAlarm.com today. It's free for a limited time. There's no wearables or sensors needed, and it takes just one minute a day if you're slow. That's MyStressAlarm.com. Anyway, thank you very much for tuning in. And if you'd like to get new episodes automatically, just click subscribe. Also, I'd be much obliged if you left a review or comment. Well, until next time, wishing you good health and success. And remember, stress less to be your best.